Baruch Abad, Shem Adonai. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again for being here with Yahweh's Remnant Ministries. I am Emmanuel West, Jr., one of the two witnesses, Revelation 11. You are blessed to be here in the United States of America. This is where he has chosen to bring the rapture, and he's going to have to kill a lot of people before he bring that rapture. Two-thirds out of, of all the Americans here, five-sixths of all the Hispanics are going to die by the holy angels because you have rejected the Torah, the ancient laws of Yahweh. Those Torah laws began in Job 38, right after the angels were created, and they were rejoicing, afraid to go in the presence of Yahweh, and then Yeshua and Lucifer, they went in the presence of Yahweh, and they formulated this Torah covenant we have today. You'll read about it in Galatians, the third and fourth chapter, how Yeshua, Jesus, was the mediator of that covenant. And so that's what I teach. I don't teach the laws of Moses. I teach the law of the angels. And we're about to meet the angels again when we go to the millennium reign, when Christ returned. We're going to get a chance to work with angels as we preach to the Gentiles all over the world. Right now, we are preaching to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The northern ten tribes went to Europe, intermarried all over Europe, came on to America. The Judah tribes went to Africa, and they came on to America as slaves. It was a brotherly covenant, Ezekiel 37. And then uh, it says in uh, Zechariah 11, chapter, that Yahweh is breaking that covenant now because the whites who came from Europe did not do what they destined to do according to prophecy. And so Yahweh has taught me. I could just go down my life and show you prophecy after prophecy that my life has fitted into. He's helped me to understand how to rightly divide on virtually anything in the Bible. And so I'm just a little old boy from Macon, Georgia. I'm 73 now, and I've been faithful studying. Rise every morning at least by 3 a.m. and study. And I've done that so long, it's a habitual thing, I can't seem to stop. Right now we're talking about Donald Trump, the Antichrist of the last days, whether you believe that, like that or not. I have went through the book of Daniel with you, and when I teach you these sessions, if you invite me to your church or your study group, I'd be glad to come, free of charge, bring you some studies, free books. I want you to study. I want you to know the truth. I ain't trying to make money off no gospel. Proverbs 23, 23. It said, buy the truth. I've spent a fortune to teach you what I know, but I sell it not. It's free. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we began in the book of Daniel, 11th chapter, verse 30, <clears throat> verse 36 through 45. It talks about the character of the end-time Antichrist. He, he was malicious toward women. It talks about he loved the, the munitions. That means he loved the military. And it talks about some of his character problems, you know. In in the last uh, few months of his uh, reign, uh, when he was president, he began to tell everybody he was a king of Egypt. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, king of Israel. And it's sad that this man had been, uh, they had, in Israel they had made the t- taken the shekel on one side of Shekhar, there was an image of Cyrus the Great, and Donald Trump was on the other. This man is worshipped all over the world. It's just astounding how many people think highly of him when he is the Antichrist. And again, he's, re- he's reflecting the Antichrist in the early church who was Apostle Paul. 
Both of them were swollen with pride. Both of them uh, thought they were this or that. Uh, you know, Paul even wrote he wished all men were like him. No women, no sex. Donald Trump put on this facade that he such a great lover. But the, what the women say is just the opposite. Yes, indeed. And so Daniel 11 tells about this man. And then Daniel 11 talks about uh, he would also give up a plot that he was going to attack Ethiopia. And that was about the, uh, the last couple of months he was president. It didn't come to pass. But it says that he will meet his end in Israel. I think Israel is going to attack all the Arab nations around them when they see the coming coming. And Donald Trump going to abandon his hopes and dreams here in America and rush off to Israel because he's already telling everybody he's the king of Israel. And uh, he's a sick man, ladies and gentlemen. You love him. And then in, in, in Isaiah it says that the king of Babylon, two witnesses, would emerge. And uh, Babylon means the gate, the gate of God. And it, it, so when you see the king of Babylon, it means who's the leader over the church, the gate of God, gate of God. And so I am one of the two leaders over this last day church. My helper, the other witness, will be a leader as well. And so then we went from Isaiah, we went to and uh, uh, went from uh, Daniel. We go into Isaiah twenty nine through thirty one. It talks about it's used Ariel. Ariel in uh, twenty nine Isaiah talks about Ariel was a hearth. That's why they sacrifice animals, and that's talking about the great deaths that's going to be all over America. Ariel, and you know Isaiah say they they the kings and all they tried to interpret these prophecies and the. Preachers and all this, don't ask me. I don't, I don't know. I've been around lots of preachers who, who ain't got a clue what I'm talking about. And they've been so-called leading the church of the living Yahweh. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I've done what I've been instructed to do of heaven, but you just hear in the first part of me. I'm going to teach you. You name it, I can teach you. We're going to uh, set up a, a, a series of uh, studies, question and answers, where you can just call in and ask questions. I can answer you live right here on the radio station. And then uh, these Isaiah said these people would follow him until it'll be many dead people lying in the streets. Amos 8th chapter verse 3. They still going to follow Trump until they, until they die. And now we're going to the third witness about Trump. That's in Ezekiel chapter 29 through 32. And it talks about uh, this man that you call Donald Trump. Donald means a world leader. Trump means a drum. It's kind of like in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, verse 1, though I speak with tongues of men and angels, if I have not charity, I'm just a noisemaker. And that's what, that's what Trump means. He's just a noisemaker. It means the man who trumps, who over, trump, overcome different situations. But in 1 Corinthians 13, it means that this man is just a noisemaker. And so he's been ever since we've seen him come out of hiding. Yes, indeed. In Ezekiel 29, it says that Trump is swollen with pride, even as men of his followers begin to die. These judgments begin to go even to the Tower of Sirene. And Sirene, uh, a scene, I'm sorry, Tower of Sirene, S-Y-E-N-E, that was a position down near the Nile River there where they said was the lotus. And the lotus, ladies and gentlemen, is a prophecy about Kamala Harris. I know you never heard such things. Bro, West has been anointed. 
to teach you the deep things in the word of Yahweh. And so, very soon, uh, something's going to happen in the White House. How do I know? Because when you read the Old Testament about Ahaziah, you see that name in the northern kingdom as well as in the southern kingdom because they lived near uh, near the same time in history that were scribal errors. And so we just have to take it as that. A lot of scholars believe that there was scribal error talking about these two kings. But when you look at it, one of the, one of the records say that uh, Ahaziah would live between the first of um, of the Jewish year this year, and he'll die by the by the uh, the first of the, Jew, the Jewish year uh, in September. Jews have two New Years: one in the spring for the for the uh, religious feasts and all the priests and all, and then the the New Year in uh, September is when they go to battle. When kings went forth to battle, when David sinned that sin with Bathsheba, it was the it was the first of the Jewish year in the fall. It was a time when kings went to battle. And so, ladies and gentlemen, that means between now and first of the Jewish year in October this year, in September this year, will be September the 8th. So between, uh, <clears throat> between that time in the spring until September the 8th, we'll be the end of the Jewish year. Now, they have what they call the 29th of Elul. And so the Jewish year for this year, the year of prophecy, it began in September of last year, and it ends again at September the 8th of this year. And September the 8th, the 29th of Elul. And sometime when Yahweh is going to bring his judgments on the earth, he waits to the very last day before he brings it. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we can look for that to happen in America. We right now in the midst of this summer, and something terrible is going to happen. The angels in Revelation 14 said, I saw an angel flying through the midst of heaven. That means the longest day of the year, the, the summer months. Yes, indeed. And Yeshua has said, I pray that your flight will be not in the winter. You understand? So some people have been praying, Lord, when those judgments come, please don't let them hit us in the, in the winter. Or more people would die and go to hell. And so he's going to bring these judgments in the summer. And you, and then when when it happens, ladies and gentlemen, when the economy collapses, ain't nobody gonna run to your house to try to help you. The, the drugstore ain't gonna have no employees up there. The hospital's gonna close down. It's a time when you're gonna have to deal with Yahweh. You're gonna have to learn to pray and listen to the two witnesses. We'll we'll be the only people who have the way out. If you're a Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, it doesn't matter. You will not be welcome in this great ministry, this Messianic Jewish ministry. So you might might as well go to hunt you a Messianic Jewish church, find you a rabbi, let him teach you some deeper things in the word, because this hooping and hollering stuff and your day and all that is over. It's over. And by, by September 8th of this year is the year of prophecy. It'll still be summer. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you're not listening to me thinking I'm a joke or something to uh, tickle your ears. I'm too busy. I'm too much in tune with heaven to listen to noise. Yes, indeed. I've been in debates with preachers since 1969. I've debated with rabbis, two deans of colleges, 
And they don't know how to rightly divide the Bible. I don't put accolades on what's, what I got on the wall, my plaques and this and that, my award ribbons or this and that. It doesn't mean anything to me. I only make a joy based on what I know in Scripture. Yes, indeed. And so Ezekiel, he predicts a terrible thing going to hit America in chapter 29. He said it, 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 this is when the explosion is going to happen. We're going to read our fourth session. Is uh, Thursday, if you come back with us Thursday, I'm going to teach you about the plagues that Moses bring upon ancient Egypt are the same plagues that are in America today. They're worldwide. And so you're hearing this third portion of these plagues today. And in the 29th chapter of Ezekiel, it says, when the Sini, when a judgment going to reach to the Tower of Sini, meaning when Kamala Harris probably going to be president for a minute or be significant, in these prophecies, that means Joe Biden probably going to die before September the 8th, ladies and gentlemen. I ain't trying to wish nothing on nobody. I just preach what's written. In many years of patient study, I preach what's written. And so, ladies and gentlemen, at that time, America going to become a base kingdom. Please read Ezekiel 29, and you'll see where we ain't going to have no more elections. The economy going to collapse. I don't doubt one bit that... The great uh, volcano up there in the Yellowstone going to erupt, and the fallout from that coming, the whole northern half of America, it's going to be so polluted, airplanes won't fly. If you ain't got out of here by the 8th of September, then it's going to be hard for you to go. When those plagues hit, it's, it's, even that last contest between the nations of the world against Israel, it's going to be a land war. I don't think... Are we gonna be able to fly airplanes in that time? It's gonna they gonna march from China all the way over to the Middle East. Russia will be turned back with plagues, and uh, Bro West has everything right on point. I'm trying to serve up to you the table of, of prophecy. In in chapter thirty of Ezekiel, you'll see that these plagues will reach to Nop, N O P H, which used to be the the capital of ancient Egypt, and it's talking about Washington, D.C. And another prophecy talks about Memphis. And You look these things, you got to concord, look these areas up, and you'll see as, as I say, Memphis also points to death. It talks about white walls, a city of white walls, Washington, D.C., dead folk all over Washington, D.C. Y'all always sick of them playing with people's lives. If they got the best medical care in the land, why we shouldn't have it? We pay our taxes. Why should they get the best? And we not getting anything out the deal. And so y'all always going to shut it down. Two witnesses going to heal hospitals, whole hospitals, whole nursing homes. If you want his children. But if you're not, you're going to catch hell. And a lot of families going to be broken up. Folk going to have to go back to their original wife or husband. And the Bible said one shall be taken, the other and be left. That means folk going to be flown to America to be with the two in broken homes. God is trying to save his people. And it's going to be broken homes in America. They come here, and you're going to have to share. All of you are going to have to share. Yes, indeed. I'm telling you things that's going to happen very soon, ladies and gentlemen. If I don't tell you, your blood will be on my hands. And so... Like now, if you got an eight-room house, we'll say, uh, the two witnesses and the elders of this great ministry, 
we going to structure the home, the living conditions where there will be at least two people in each room. So eight-room house, we're going to have 16 people living there. That's where they are in heaven. The angels live. Is, they live. They love each other. They work together. They do things together. This stuff about my house and my life and this and that, it ain't going to be no more, ladies and gentlemen. Get your mind off of that crap that these preachers been telling you. It ain't your day. The early New Testament church, it was their day. They all put their money together. Nobody was any more important than anybody else. And this stuff had started in about 300 years after Christ. Uh, that's when Constantine took over the, uh, the Roman Empire. And religion became, instead of everybody witnessing and sharing their faith, it became a religion of armchair Christians. And so it is today. So when the, when the Christians began to stop witnessing, they looked to these old Catholic priests to lead them out and the world has never been the same again. First problem to the church with Apostle Paul bringing his lies into the church. You ain't got to do this. And you need what you want and this and that. You need to be gay like me and I ain't got no woman. He the one started that mess. And then when Constantine come along, he he made it a step worse. With, with, by the, you know, anointing the uh, Catholic priests to take over religion. And it's that way until... Uh, 1843, from 43 A.D. when Paul made a mess of the church to 1843, it was a mess. And then there was the William Miller movement when at least five groups emerged from that movement and they began to restore the true worship as best they can. In chapter 30 of Ethiopia, you'll see where Ezekiel says uh, that that. Um, all of America going to be under judgment. Verse 4, he said be people in Ethiopia would mean black folk. In verse 9, he said they are careless Ethiopians, those are welfare recipients. Then he says uh, the people in, from Libya are going to suffer. Oh, today the Libyan people Libya are terrorists, all these terrorist organizations, Black Panthers, KKK, the Order, all of you going to die quick, instant deaths. You ain't going to hell with that hate in your heart. You may think you big and bad with your gun and oozes in America. It don't mean nothing to angels. It really doesn't. He said we're going to do battle against Lydia. Lydia means self-absorbed. In the 14th chapter of Ezekiel, it talks about people who set up an idol in their own minds. I met lots of Christians who you can't tell them nothing. They don't know the whole truth, and they have set up in their own minds that what they teaching and how they live is pleasing to Yahweh. Nothing is pleasing to Yahweh, ladies and gentlemen. The, the, the truth of the matter, the earth has polluted the truth, and it's a mess out there. I can't imagine what kind of hell Noah went through when he was the only man who held up the truth. Also in Ezekiel, the 30th chapter, it says they will fight against the mixed people. That means the Muslim. When people from Chub, C-H-U-B, that in Hebrew, that means people in debt. And it talks about all these folks got to do business, do, uh, do battle with the two witnesses. Yes, indeed. Chapter 31, it talks about sick Americans out there. You know, that's a Powerful chapter, chapter 31, it talks about this Assyrian. Assyrians just mean people who are demon 
possess. In other words, you can be in any church and be in a, in a Syrian. And it's like Paul was in a Syrian. You read in the book of Galatians how he said he persecuted the church of Yahweh, and he was an obsession. He was mad. He was demon-possessed. And so it is with Donald Trump. He's a demon-possessed man. He ain't hardly as great as he think he is. He never wasn't in, as intelligent as he boasts about. His grades at school were very poor. He was nothing to brag about other than he took his daddy millions of dollars and wasted it on his silly ideas about being successful. And now he owes people. People have done work for him. He pays them a third of what they charge, and then he tells them to sue him in court. He loves to live off of lawsuits. And now the law is turned against him. And the only way that he can get any kind of saving face is to move to Israel. According to the laws of America, they, Donald Trump is bankrupt. He's going to lose everything. And so he's going to go to Israel and have his last stand over there and uh, try to be over Israel after they attack the Muslim nations over there. Ladies and gentlemen, you won't hear these kind of teachings on the radios you've been listening to and the TVs and all. All you hear is noise, and they scared because a preacher like me come along. I don't care for your money. I just want you to learn the truth. But these preachers got these big ministries, big churches, got all these people they've been praying to put them up on pedestals, and now they scared to lose all that. There's a lot of big churches in metro Atlanta have gone out of business because it never was built on truth. They were built on money. And so let them fall. Let them fall. I could care less. But I'm here to bring you the end time message. And like as I tell you constantly, you ain't heard the half of it yet. You better stick with this program. Stick with Yahweh's remnant. Stick with Emmanuel West Jr. We have on our on our YouTube channel, we have a, a page there. You can send us some questions or comments. You can uh, leave us a donation if you wish. And just look at it and do what you wish. I don't play about the gospel, about religion. From age 12, at age 13, I ran away from home to preach. You understand? And I remember when my mother took me to the doctor, and she, he told her, ain't nothing wrong with him physically. He must be crazy. Yes, I'm crazy. I'm a madman for you, sure. And I've been that way since I was a little boy, ever since I realized there was no such thing as Santa Claus. When I digested that lie, age nine, and I promised Yahweh I would never teach my children or anyone a lie. I made a commitment to find the truth, learn the truth, and commit the truth to the masses. And here you are around here loving this, this uh, capitalistic society. They robbing you at Christmas. They robbing you at these, these holidays, Easter and things like that, Fourth of July. It's nothing for Yahweh. They talk about this American Constitution, and it, it, it's, it's finna crumble. And when it crumbles, it won't be no more American Constitution. We gonna have the Torah, and when we break, when these people are raptured here, and it's gonna be arguments and fighting over who gonna get this land. Well, if you really studied the Bible, you would see that Yahweh owns the land. Everything here, He owns it. He owns the minerals on the land. He owns everything. He owns all the people. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And they that dwell that in it. It ain't none of your world. Those are not your children. You, you were entrusted these people for a reason. 
Some of you worship your children, idolize your children. Bro, West teach the Bible, plain and simple, unadulterated truth. And so these broken homes, like one going to be taken and one left, be a lot of broken homes in America when the rapture comes. But you still got to study. You still got to learn. You still got to pay tithe with the garage. I'll teach you about tithing with a garage. I know most of you never heard of that. It's in, it's in Exodus, the 30th chapter. When you couldn't, you had an incident, uh, you had a, something happened in your car, you couldn't pay your tithe that week, then you could get some copies of the pastor's sermon and pass it out. And you would, you would equate the value of those sermons. Let's say if that sermon is worth $10, and you, and you pass it out in the neighborhood, and your tithe that you couldn't pay was $100. So you pass out 10 of those studies, and that would be a garage. And when, when, even when the economy collapsed, we still got a tithe. We still got to pay that garage. Won't be no money to be thrown in the streets. But we still going to operate like a Messianic Jewish nation. And it'll be a base nation. Won't be no fancy clothes and this and that. No more jewelry. This and that. So here we have three prophets. Daniel, Isaiah, and Ezekiel talking about this rascal called Donald Trump, the noisemaker, who's going to eventually wind up in Israel, and that's where he will meet his death. I hope you've been enjoying this great study. Stay with us. Study with us. Stay with us. Tell your friends about it. Send us a comment. You can tell me anything you want to tell me. I've, right now, we've in two or three weeks, we have amassed over 175 followers. Not only that, only one of them was negative. So people learning, listening to me, stay with me. Tell a friend to listen. Have your ink pen ready and write these things down. I teach nothing but it is written. May you be blessed. Baruch Ababa, Shem Adonai. Shalom.